Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Sarana Siegel-Moore. Here with me today is Dr. David Wall, and we have a great case to discuss with you. DJ is a 40-year-old cis female diagnosed with HIV infection in 2016. She relocated to the U.S. from West Africa to do civil unrest in Rome in 2015. The CD4 cell count in Nader was 231, and at present is 850. She was started on Bictegravir, Tenofovir, Alafenamide, and Emtricitabine with a suppressed viral load. And a BMI at the start of enteroviral therapy, 26 kilograms per meter squared, current BMI, 32 kilograms per meter squared, which represents about a 28-pound weight gain over the first five years. Blood pressure at the start of enteroviral is 124 over 86, currently at 146 over 92, hemoglobin A1C now 6.1%. Diet has opportunities and there is limited exercise in her lifestyle. Dr. Wall, can we dive right in? Let's talk about her weight gain. Yeah. So I chose this case because A, it's real, and B, this really reflects a lot of the data we've seen, especially from the advanced trial. People remember this is a trial of three different antiretroviral regimens, and we saw a differential weight gain across these regimens with the least weight gain in people who are on TDF and efavirenz, and the most weight gain in people on TAF plus dalutegravir. So that meant that you know either dalutegravir plus TAF makes people gain a lot of weight, or maybe people on efavirenz and TDF just don't gain much weight because of some inhibition of weight. And it turns out that definitely is the case. That doesn't mean that both aren't true. So it's controversial. It's a little complicated. And we really don't understand fully the contribution of different medications to weight gain. We do know that there are some medications, TDF in particular, that inhibit weight. Thus, it's very hard to compare apples with oranges. In this case, we also have the return to health phenomenon. And in the advanced trial, women who gained weight, and women tended to gain quite a bit of weight in that trial, who were on dalutegravir and TAF, you know, their weight gain pretty much equilibrated with national numbers for BMI for that group and that age. So is this return to health that's not being held back by some of our older antiretrovirals, or is this an excessive weight gain? Really hard to tell right now. Regardless, this woman gained some weight. Her blood pressure went up. Her A1C probably went up as well, her glycemic control. So we have to deal with it. And as I mentioned, her diet is not great. She works as a nurse's aide. She's on her feet all the time. Very hard to go to the gym. So there's some things we're going to have to work on regardless of the cause of her weight gain to help her. Switching her HIV therapy, data don't show that that's going to work. So really for her, for me, is working together and thinking about ways we can cut some calories. We can work on maybe integrating some exercises at home, maybe some on the weekend. Try to get her metabolic risk a little bit more in balance. Regardless of what the enterotrovirals are, there's between two to three kilogram weight gain be they TAF, be they integrase, be they not. After that, for most studies, there is a plateau. There's just minimal weight gain year after year, which does intersect to a typical weight gain for non-HIV infected persons. 
In this case, and what we saw with advance is not a plateau, just a continued rising trajectory. And we're very concerned about these outliers to be able to describe them better. Is it race? We've definitely seen it more in people of color. Is it gender? We've seen it more in women. Do we need to treat them differently with antiretrovirals? That data is not out and does not suggest we should wholeheartedly go in that direction. And you also mentioned that Babbard's at TDF as a little bit weight suppressive, some of their toxicity, and I'm not sure that returning to that use is a good strategy for most people living with HIV. The NHANES data also suggests that for the average American between the age of 20 and 40, there is a steady plus one kilogram per year weight gain. And certainly we could really speak about this for some time, but we are out of time for today. This has been a great bite-sized discussion. We thank you all for listening. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.